Mr. Will? Uh, yes, sir. I read that batteries are God's way of hurting people. <laughs> well, I mean, he does have a lot of ways to do that, son. You know, it's, <laughs> in many ways, sometimes I feel like that's his whole job. <laughs> Mr. Will? Uh, yes, sir. We're on... We're getting on the train. Where are we going on the train? You know, son, I don't know where we're going on this train. I just, uh, I got this, uh, I got this bag in the mail, uh, and it, uh, written on the outside, it's an invitation, but it's a bag, and inside the bag is a care package for a piece of corn that, uh, is going to summer camp. Hmm. Mr. <laughs> Welk? Uh, yes, sir. My teacher said that dominoes invite danger. Uh, I, I certainly don't want to hang around with your teacher, number one. Number two, I'm not really sure what he or she means. Uh, Mr. Will? Yes, sir. Sometimes uh, my peanuts are st- trying to go home. <laughs> I think that's true of all of us, son, sometimes. <laughs> Some- Do you know where peanuts live? Well, that's the problem, isn't it? They can't, they, they never get home because they can't tell you. I, I hope they live in my belly because that's where they're going. Mr. Will? Yes, sir. When people go ho- horse washing, do, do you like to go with them? <laughs> well, let me stop you at when people go horse washing. <laughs> that's, a, that's not a thing that I've encountered enough in my life, or ever. And uh, uh, that's, I suppose, why horses are as filthy as they are. Mr. Will? Yes, sir. When we get where we're going um, on this train, you think, what do you think will be there? Um, well, uh, I, I was, uh, I was told by a bee, I mean, that doesn't sound, I, I, I was, I was half asleep at the time, but I was, uh, I, I heard a voice in the night, and it said, uh, it said, slip into something more comfortable, and I <laughs> got really uncomfortable, uh, and just as I was, so, uh, if, if that answers your question, then no. Mr. Will? Uh, yes, sir. If you walk outside a bird arrangement center, <laughs> do you think you'll understand birds better? I think you'd do better if you walked inside it, but <laughs> I think uh, I think if you if you're if you maybe you're nervous, maybe you have uh, bird uh, fear. <laughs> you, you know how a lot of people have bird fear. Uh, if you have that sort of problem, maybe you you sort of uh, step around outside, and I bet you learn quite a bit about birds. Uh, have you ever known, son? Uh, you, did you ever know a bird that had a name and a head? Mr. Will. Yes, sir. <laughs> um, when we get where we're going on this train. I would like to pray, uh, to prance outside my comfort zone. <laughs> well, I think that covers virtually all prancing for me. Uh, <laughs> not super comfortable with any of it, so. Mr. Will? Yes, sir. Uh, grr, uh, grr, I'm a monster. <laughs> oh, thank you for getting my attention before telling me that. <laughs> Mr. Will? Yes, sir. I found this under the train. What is it? Um, that, that looks like a, that looks like a, a, a uranium build uh, a bear. With uh, <laughs> <laughs> the well, yes, sir. Um, when I sometimes when I quiet myself with shirts, oh, I, I try to understand the way my gong my gong uh, sounds when it's tired. <laughs> Well, what are your findings so far? I mean, how do, how, does, how do you figure it sounds once it gets all tuckered out, son? Mr. Will? Yes, sir. Um, sure, uh, when I eat ice cream, I try to picture a, bur- a burn victim uh, being soothed by my ice cream. <laughs> but you eat it anyway. <laughs>
Mr. Will? Yes, sir. I'm glad to be on the train with you. Uh, yes, sir. I'm, I'm, I'm having a fine time myself, son. I'm, I, I, I wouldn't want to be on a train trip with any other human or uh, other uh, animal. Mr. Will? Yes, sir. When we get to where we're going, I'll take off the handcuffs. Oh, well, thank you, son. I mean, you, you can do it anytime at all. Anytime you like, uh, early or late. Uh, I mean, now would be as good as any other time. compartment or compackagement, as I like to say, if I want to say it longer. Wilter. Yeah? Can you believe it? What an exciting time. Just, we were just there, finishing up work on our latest documentary. Hi, are the places in the mountains. <laughs> and we got this mysterious, canassiating invitation. <laughs> yeah, we got a really weird phone call up there. There was a Yeti with a mouth, which uh, they all have. They all have them, and they uh, <laughs> I, and believe me, I've checked every one of them. They got at least oh. at least one mouth in the north and a mouth in the south. Is how the Yetis no, say. No, Wilter, oh, yeah, no, man, no, no. yeah, baby. <laughs> <laughs> but Wilter, we are on the precipice of a mystery. Did you say we precipice? Received... Ah, come on. <laughs> we this invitation. It has nothing but a strange graphic of an alien and a robot with a single wheel. But it sends us to this mysterious place. What will we find there? Uh, well, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping I find a cheddar man. A man who can, uh, who can find cheese in the night when uh, no one's around <laughs> who even had any. I mean, that's just me. That's just something that I want to have find there. What are you hoping for, buddy? What I'm hoping for, Wilter, is perhaps some information for our next exciting documentary, The Paranormal World. Now, we have some information on the crick, on the crick in your back beast, <laughs> which uh, frequents the forest of the Pacific Northwest, uh, and it, uh, it helps you out if you have a crick in your back. Oh, and it, also oh it, it actually helps. <laughs> yes, it helps you and also eviscerates you. Yeah, so, so, not, so not as, on its mood. Yeah, not as helpful in the second half of the day. <laughs> well, listen, Wilter, you, you and I must probe deeper into the world, uh, the secret world, to find more paranormal things to put in this documentary. We must, we must maintain our, our reputation as the most uh, tremigrifying uh, documentary hosts. <laughs> I don't even know how we got that reputation. No one knows what it is yet, but anytime you're looking to probe deeper and get inside of things, you know oh, I'm going to be all over it. I'm oh. going to all over it like pretzels on my chest after I ate pretzels. <laughs> no, 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 Wilter. But, Wilter, you must have... You've been taking notes the last few months. You must have some sort of ideas of some beasts for us to uh, to investigate. I'm talking about creatures like the comb handle beast, <laughs> which uses a comb handle to destroy its prey. Okay. Takes uh, a while. Yeah. Will, does take some effort. I, 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 or, or the prey's real small. Well, I'm talking about the moments in the last three years. I'm talking about, remember that time when we were seeking out the, the mystical uh, quail god of Porchville? <laughs> 
That's the capital, is, uh, capital of Portugal, right? <laughs> no, no, this is in this is in the Midwest, and and Porchville is a, is a is a city with endless porches. You climb to the highest peak, and you see porches as far as the eye can see, <laughs> and the quail god rising above them, its plumage glistening in the glowing fire of the sunset. I'm really worried about these endless porches. I feel like they should end. I mean, at some point, it just makes me worried that someone's just not thinking ahead. <laughs> Walter, I'm going to ask you to move with steely courage into this great unknown as we move to this place that invited us there. What will we see there? Will it be a co a covert children's hour? <laughs> or perhaps a night in shining wet clothes? <laughs> Not as good protection. No, no. And harder to tell he's a knight. <laughs> Could just be a guy who maybe you believed a little too yeah, hard. Weird yeah, guy. Yeah, just a weird guy who refers to himself as a knight. Pretty much anybody these days who refer to themselves as a knight. Yeah. You got to think that's not a, not a state-of-the-art guy, I don't think. But Wilter. Yeah, buddy. What are your hopes as we move into this amazing and tinnikifying future. <laughs> I've always I've always wished that I could bleed into a volcano. <laughs> and what, what do you want to do when we get there? Yes, I'm glad you asked, my friend. This is a dream I've had for years. There's a pony with a cow face. <laughs> I think that's just a cow, buddy. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, wow. I don't, um, know, I don't know where you got the pony idea, really. Well, his body sort of looks like a, like a little more muscly. Well, well, maybe he's a cow that takes care of himself, but it, <laughs> you know, my, mom, well, my mom always says, you got a cow face, you got a cow rest of you. And I was like, <laughs> what an odd thing to say, but I guess it came back to help me. I always wondered about that, that embroidered pillow I saw at your house, I thought. That is not very pithy. Yeah, but. it doesn't really come up at that much until now <laughs> where, I mean, you know, as it turns out, she's a wise woman, I guess. Well, she used to cultivate p uh, pork, not pigs. She would just oh, raise the pork uh, as sort itself. Of going up the down staircase, it seems. With I, that. I don't know what you mean. <laughs> My friend, now that I learned about the, the cow not being a pony, I'll go to my plan B dream, and that is for every tiny sea creature in the ocean, Pa and Ma will see me tie them up in a row and we'll do a little show routine. <laughs> oh, how, how are you, Paul and Ma? How are your parents doing? <laughs> They'll be doing a lot better when we show them this new documentary. It's Sea Creatures Perform Show Tunes of the 80s and 90s. That's right. It's going to be so much fun. And uh, uh, we're, we're going to have all kinds of things. We're going to have a manatee named Paul... Uh, hmm. that's that's his only skill. But most of them don't have any names at all. They just sort of moan and grunt and bumper into each other and stuff. <laughs> Which let me tell you right now, I am fine with. I mean, that's oh, that's Wilter. my that's oh. my favorite way to hang, man. Well, Wilter, I want you to know that wherever our adventures lead us, I'm glad you'll be at my side. Yeah, uh, sometimes I'll be a little too, little to the back so you don't see all the stuff I do because I know you don't like it sometimes to know what I'm doing. So I, I'll just hide behind you. 
records right there. Lemon Eye. Lemon Eye. Oh. Yeah. That's one of those ones you put on on one of those late, late nights where the candles yeah. are burned down low. They burn down your house. They burn down. <laughs> yeah, don't let them they, burn down. They burn, they burn down too low, baby. <laughs> You are now you are now burned out of house and home, and all your belongings have gone up in smoke, baby. But but you know that's a perfect time to make your move too, because when <laughs> when your house is smoldering and just it's just a bunch of cinders, mm-hmm. you will see your lady. She will look at you like, "What is going on?" And you say, "Baby, run into my arms," and that's that's when you. You do your thing. I mean, you you get all relaxed on a bed made of toenails. <laughs> yeah, that's what's left after the fire, baby. That's <laughs> all those wife, toenails you left under the couch that somehow didn't burn. Uh, well, they're, they're very left. flame resistant. Yeah, toenails are your most flame resistant part of your body, baby. That's why firemen always have never cut their nails. That's right. Why, that's why firemen always have toes, baby, because it keeps them safe from having their toes burned off. But, but you know, I really feel like, like you know, maybe, maybe this invitation is to, to some kind of a, maybe there's a lady, you know, who's been listening to, to our show and she wants to show her appreciation, you know, with, through love. Uh, you, you mean this is a booty train call? Is that what you think oh, this is, baby? Yeah. Oh yeah. You think at the you think at the end of this train ride there's gonna be a there's gonna be a bed filled with bugs that have flowers <laughs> that they are all gonna march up to us in a row and give us little baby bug flower? Well, well why do you think I brought this taint this taint flavored salad? Oh God. I'm so glad that I didn't have any yet. <laughs> well, I brought this taint flavored salad. Yeah, because... I was going to say, actually, why do you think I think you brought that? <laughs> because I think whoever sent this invitation, you know, I think they're going to be ready for, for something freaky. I don't think that's what it is, though. I think. <laughs> Oh, oh yeah. I know. I think I think they're going to be ready for something other than that. I think I think I think in many ways that will be low on the list, baby. Well, I need you to trust me on this, baby. I'm sorry. I I think I need you to trust me on this. I'm... Well, just have a taste. No, 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 no. See. <laughs> You, you've already described it. Uh, Just well have enough. a taste right now. Open no, up. No, no, no. Yeah, the I, I train really... is going into the tunnel. No, no. God, God, please. <laughs> this isn't even good from a time zone away. <laughs> no, 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 listen, listen. Now, baby, we've done a lot to help people get with their ladies and help them to understand that mysterious female mind. Sure, we've so we've got to figure out where this invitation has taken us. It just has a number four. Now, could that be four? Maybe four delicious oven cakes. That <laughs> 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 that have the, that's the, one, the that's tasty the, flavor of an oven. That's one of the best kinds of cakes, baby. <laughs> <laughs> the kind that has spent time in an oven. Well, no, the oven cakes are, are the cakes that you don't 
have any flavoring in them, so they just taste like they the just oven. taste like the oven they were in, baby. Yeah, yeah. And so then, if if your baby, then you know it's from your baby, because you know, of, of course, <laughs> what your baby's oven tastes like. Everyone does. I mean, it's just the most natural thing to know about someone. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Well, now, what did you bring? You brought something for this freaky lady who sent us this invitation. Well, I went traditional, baby. I brought a coiled-up ice cream. <laughs> you mean like a frozen yogurt? No, no, baby. No, this is like real skinny, like a spring. Uh, oh, yeah. It's, uh, it's not great, uh, but <laughs> it's not terrible either. And that's what I feel like I am like as a lover. So... Oh, no, man. You you right up there because I'm always there when you get Yeah, that's a good point. When we do I, I share the body, yeah. it's the same thing. So Yeah, I can critique you very well. And uh, you're doing great. You're doing great. I, I, I think that, that we're at the very top of our game. Good thing not to talk about, though, right? All right. <laughs> <laughs> Just have it your way, whatever, baby. But. No, but I, no, but I brought a card. Uh, on the outside, it says, my heart was with you. And on the inside, it says, you are in a window. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know uh, I made a card, too, because, you know, the ladies love that. The, the ladies love touch. the personal yeah. touch like yeah, that, baby. Yeah. This card, uh, I made it from China uh, plates that I ground up oh. and then somehow turned it into, turned into some a card. Sort of fibrous paper. I don't know how I did that. But, <laughs> that but, seems uh, like something you would remember, but okay. <laughs> yeah, I take it out of the envelope here, and it says, uh, baby, when I'm home... It's like a wave, wave of poultry came over me when I look at you. <laughs> and on the inside, it just has a, you know, a picture of poultry. Oh, well, that's a fine looking meat in there. Some fine, yeah. fine bird meat. For bird, they never call them bird steaks, baby. And I think they should. <laughs> Yeah, we can do that, baby. <laughs> Thank you. Let's, let's just, I just jot that down in the let's do that book that I keep <laughs> right here in, know, my, in my thigh. Let's do that book. Everybody should have one. You know, uh, you know I, I really I'm proud of the work we're doing. You know, dudes out there, they need some help. You know, they're, they're alone in the woods when it comes to, to getting with their ladies and making things right. Like uh, last week, remember when we did our show? We said this week is all about filling a cable car full of chicken. <laughs> <laughs> the whole week was all about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's, you know, it's, that's, some of the ladies love it when you have a theme, baby, you know. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Look at that. This Ooh. train is starting to get close to the destination. I see some kind of light in the distance. Well, I wonder what. I don't know what this is going to be. Mama, I, I, I'm telling you, I want to see a change in your behavior. They won't even let you go to the bait shop anymore. You've been hanging around at Bud's Home of Guilt. <laughs> I mean, it seems like the right move for me, baby. 
I do miss the bait shop, baby. I miss I miss some of those pastries they have that they give to the fish when they put the hook through them. I miss some of those. No, those are worms, Mama. Yeah, baby, I miss it. I miss I miss opening up my jacket and seeing what's inside and being surprised. <laughs> Now, Mama, I, speaking of jackets, when you got home last week, I found this. What? What is well, this exactly? Well, that's a that's a partially chewed up uh, a friend of apple. Uh. <laughs> well, you always call a other fruits a friend of apple. Why do you do that? Well, I feel like you know my imaginary ideas uh, when they when they're up there in the in the fruit heaven after they die. Uh, they'll, they'll all be friends. First it was an apple, then there was the pineapple, then there was the pine uncle, and then there was... <laughs> but listen, I'm worried about your health. Dr. McGovern said that your, pun your punching is loose. <laughs> He's also your boxing instructor, I guess. I was going to say... I was going to say, oh, that guy, he's got such a glass jaw, he wouldn't know half of it, <laughs> I could take him with one arm tied behind his neck and then pulled tight <laughs> until he was choked unconscious. Okay, Mama. Um, I, mean, I guess anybody uh, could take anyone that yeah, way. That's... That makes it actually a lot easier. I don't think that's what you meant to say. Um, Mama, now when we get here... This is a mysterious invitation. I, 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 we need to be safe. Do you have your hundred thousand dollars worth of nickels to throw at them? <laughs> uh, I brought some of them. <laughs> I brought this to protect both of us. It's um, it's a shield made of pun pungent smell of candles. <laughs> Feels like someone waxed up your nose. Yeah, it's like those dollar those dollar store candles that smell like a like a bird showered. <laughs> That's right. That's right. One of those ones that smells like a like a stripper caught fire. And you're like, oh, what a lovely, what a lovely scent for my grandmother's Christmas present. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I I have that, and I think that'll protect us. But but I just wonder. I mean. What could this invitation mean? It, it could it could they be wanting to bestow riches on us? Could, maybe maybe we won the lottery finally. We won won the scratch off the Powerball or something, Mama. Or maybe maybe they'll teach us how to eat golf. <laughs> no no, I bet you we won the lottery. I bet this is their their, their special way of telling us. I'm gonna finally get that snurr. <laughs> I know you've you've said you wanted that for so long, and I, I would have bought it for you if I could have understood it at all. Uh, I did uh, I did fit my entire lower half into an eagle earlier uh, because I was hoping that that would uh, sort of hold you over till you got till you got your snur. <laughs> well, what are you gonna get with with your lottery money, Mama? Well. You know, I've always wanted to make a lunch uh, that was so high that by the time I got to the top, I just could eat my way to the floor again. <laughs> That's something only a million dollars can get you. <laughs> That's right. Uh, I you also, know, Mama, what's that now, baby? I think I, that pool in the back, that above-ground pool, I think I'm going to fill it with chonies. <laughs> 
baby. Baby, do you think you think our winnings will be enough to get a whole pool full of chonies? I, I just want I just want them to get a good impression of us. I mean, just last night I had to go and pick you up at the taint barn because you were show shoving ga- gallons of grease into a towel container. I had gallons of grease with me, as I always do. Uh, <laughs> I, I thought I could help out, uh, baby. I thought you, you'd be—I thought you'd be proud of me, baby. Oh, I mean, Mama, you, this you is get, just like you, that time when I dressed up like a princess and dropped myself from 300 feet uh, onto that classroom. Uh, <laughs> you can't teach children anything by doing that, Mama. <laughs> It's not education. They they learned a lot that day. Don't, don't, (laughs) do not kid yourself, sweetheart. They learned uh, any number of things that day. But, but, Mama, I just please the the boys at the bait shop said you've been you've been clutching dirt again. (laughs) All those tattletales. Oh, I d- your mama just can't go anywhere without somebody whispering and wickling away like a sickle little boy. Sickle? <laughs> like like a, like a boy that you can cut wheat with because he's so sharp, <laughs> but he goes around the corner. Mama, the train is pulling up to the station. Come on, sh- iron out your fan, fan blades. <laughs> boy. All right, finally. Listen. Do we have time for this? I mean, look at this. Well, look, we're almost there. I mean, how there. long have we been on this train? Uh, I mean, we've been on here since, like, Jaboop was a little baby boy, is what the, <laughs> how the saying goes, isn't it? It's ridiculous. Look at this. I can't even do this. This is crazy. We have things to do. We just opened a new restaurant. We just opened a new place, and they see, you know, like, it's always sad when you're on a train and you know stuff about food, like we know, and the, they don't know nothing about food. They give you, like, they give you a peanut, they give you a co-co-nut. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's not how you say that. <laughs> no, sometimes you pause in the middle if you're fancy enough. You can pause. You say "co," three, four, cut, and everyone's like, "Oh, that guy! That guy has time on his hands. That means you're fancy. See, it's just you don't get it." Yeah. And what about poi? You know, people think they know how to do poi. No. Come on. No. No. Yeah. You know, I mean, what we do, we take the finest ingredients, which is what. <laughs> yeah. That's a good thing. I'm not really sure what poi is. Uh, I feel like it's something that used to be something a lot firmer. Uh, that got <laughs> hit with a club or a hammer something or something. Something happened to it. Yeah. Something went wrong uh, for it, but right I for think you. It's some sort of a high impact accident. <laughs> yeah, it was like dropped from a height, or maybe uh, something landed on it. Uh, maybe it just got really old and wet. Uh, yeah. He left it out well, in the rain. Who knows? He starts with with only pure da, Dagwood sandwich oh, uh, rejection paste. <laughs> That's right. That's what you got to rub on yourself when you've asked for a Dagwood sandwich and been refused. <laughs> because if it's one thing that everybody likes to eat when they go to a restaurant is Dagwood sandwiches. That's the one like, thing you can count eats on. Everybody them all the time. And we knew that we wanted to have that on the menu, but... It didn't fit, you know, in people's mouths. So we just used the rejection paste. Yeah, because it also, uh, it's so much more expensive to get a Dagwood sandwich in Hawaii because they got to bring all the stuff over there. You know, they don't, <laughs> they don't have all those weird uh, meats and things and olives with the things sticking in the top. They don't have, yeah. they don't have, they don't do that there. 
And Blondie is nagging you the whole time. Oh, you now, just want to sleep upside down on a chair, you know. <laughs> you went a little too deep in the Dagwood <laughs> world for me there. I couldn't follow you there. But, you know, if you are someone that really likes true Hawaiian fare, I mean, this is going to be great, isn't it? I mean, we've, sure. got, the, we've got the cancer stained uh, <laughs> pie for dessert. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We got the melody juice that you <laughs> sing while you drink it. Now, you know, I really think this invitation, I got to tell you, Joe, that this, I really think that, that this invitation is, is probably to us for, for restaurateurs. Uh, it's a special meeting of restaurateurs. It is a fancy invitation. I'll grant you that. It is a. It is one of the fanciest invitations we get. I knew this was going to be for restaurateurs, so I brought some of the sauce. Uh, Check it out. You got to bring this. Yeah. Oh wait, which sauce is this? I can taste. Well, let me tell you something. I can taste. No, let me see yeah. if I can do this. I can taste. All right. I can taste sage butter. I can taste uh, w- uh, sort of a, a wishing powder. That you that you that you have when you have other powder, but you wanted this one. Mm, this is the sauce we use when we open La Jeroon. Now you remember La Jeroon? This was way back when we first started. Now I had uh, uh, our our best dish, best selling dish was cow of niceness, <laughs> fillet of cow of niceness, and uh, with a side of trust issues. <laughs> Oh, it started off so nice and then it got upsetting. <laughs> See, that's what that's what a fancy meal can do, you know. But this sauce brings it all together. It pulls the whole dish together. And that's the night that we had a, a critic, a restaurant critic, his tu- his tusk came loose. He was so excited. <laughs> that's that's right. That's right. I remember that. I remember that. He said, This is so good, I'm gonna take my belt out. And we were like <laughs> Take it out. Like, where, where is it in? Like, what do you? What did you do to your belt? But you know, we we were nervous because we were you know early restaurateurs back then. We didn't ask questions, you know. Yeah, we're like, hey, Maron, what, what is this guy doing over here? We're trying to we're trying to get something done. He's he's taking things out. Yeah, he's taking he's t- taking out belts. He's taking out four <laughs> forecasts that he has for things that are going to happen later. Oh, okay, hold on. We're coming. We're coming oh, look to the at station. this place. Look at that. Oh, this oh, is wow. fancy. This, this is ama- fancy. Oh, this is a lot fancier than I thought. Look at this. It has the same gold. It's now, Donald, now let me ask you this. When when we got this invitation, it tells us where to go, and it has just a, a number four on it. Now, I, I think that is referring to Deuteronomy 4. It says the Lord has chastened me with ca- with casseroles of fire. <laughs> well, I mean, it could be that one. That sounds about you know. I I, I was actually thinking it was four Corinthians two nine nine, which is uh, uh, and the Lord uh, slept in that morning and he couldn't see when he woke up because he had slept so long his eyes had fallen in. <laughs> Well, you know, sometimes the devil comes to you in the form of marshmallows that uh, are as good as normal. And so you're like, <laughs> how do you know it's from I, the devil? How man? can you tell? You know, that's, yeah, that's how the devil works. That's you how don't dangerous know. he is sometimes. Yeah. Um, Mama used to, every Sunday, she, she used to pluck, pluck uh, a tune 
on a dirt uh, uh, guitar. Oh, she was uh, she was a proficient in the dirt guitar, was she? She was, because you know we didn't have the most money, Donald. You know things were hard for us growing up. Sure, um, of, course, of course. We had dirt guitars, dirt chairs, a dirt fist when we wanted to punch someone. <laughs> you couldn't afford to even punch someone. <laughs> <laughs> But we always managed to punch people somehow. We <laughs> pulled together, saved up. As a family, we, you need to punch people. As a family. And <laughs> yeah, as a family, we stuck together and got it done. Of course, of course, yeah. Well, as you know, you know, well, I didn't come from means as well. You know, when uh, when we were when uh, we were growing up, uh, all we had was Doyles, uh, which is. <laughs> uh, there are several commandments here. Let me show you. Oh, look at this. I, yeah, I, right. brought, I brought this to show you because uh, it says, um, thou shalt not pass over a dirt uh, area without taking a picture. <laughs> oh, there's a lot of people who are going to be in some <laughs> trouble and some people who are not going to be in enough trouble. They're going to they do. I can't even read that. Is that one in English? What is that one? Uh, well, this one is, uh, I, yeah, I had to, I, the translations down here. Says, thou shalt not priss about with a turkey on your mind. <laughs> hmm. uh, Going to have to ask for forgiveness on that one at least one year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I remember you uh, confessing that once <laughs> yeah. to me. I think we're helping people with our church and I, I think that we're going to a place that says it is number four. I think it means that, that, that four burning chariots are going to cleave the sky and we're going to be shown the truth of god oh i hope that's true i hope i hope we learn that there are four different kinds of pepperoni and not just one like everyone thinks it's just regular and then not any <laughs> it's just like in proverbs nine forty three, which is uh, be a man who eats his apricots and his leprechauns, which are <laughs> Irish apricots, I guess. You know, Donald, I, oh my goodness, this train is coming up to the station. Oh, that's a... Look at that heavenly light. Well, whatever this this new wonderful place is, Donald, I, I, I'm looking forward to discovering it with you in the light of the Lord, my friend. Yeah, and I'm looking forward to... Uh, place to hang my coat <laughs> I mean I don't have a lot going on <laughs> well Ted I mean I, you know it's not that I'm not that I'm complaining but this is the first time we've ever been on a trip together I'm a little nervous Carol don't be nervous you know what nervousness is it's towels integrating into your furniture <laughs> Okay, now I'm a little more nervous. That's, <laughs> that sounds terrifying, Ted. I'm, so, no, I'm no. so glad you're here with me. Oh, me too, Carol. You know, you are an intrepid person, and that's why I like spending time with you. Now, I want you to do something with me. We're both a little nervous because we got this invitation. We're excited about where we're going, but we're also a little bit nervous. So I want you to focus on my Charles. Okay. I, I, I have to tell you, I'm very confident that I'm doing it, but I don't know what that is. <laughs> Okay, focus on my Charles and listen to the words of my sound. We all experience. <laughs> okay, listen to the words of your sound. Go ahead. 
We all experience pain. You must allow your pain to push you from where you are to where you want to be. Repeat after me, Okay, Carol. okay. I'm ready. I hand. I hand. Geese Co. Geese Co. Will you. Will you. Die do. Die do. Inuses. Oh, gosh, I do feel better. You feel better, don't you? Because you know what, Carol? You are headed in the right direction. Now, what do you think this this invitation is about? Where, where did, who did it come from? I want you to speculate. I just, I don't know, Ted. I mean, I think it's probably someone who loves cereal, because who doesn't? <laughs> but it's... Good. That's right. You're using logic. You're using basic logic. And there is a deep-rooted desire for happiness within logic. Look at a cancer. <laughs> okay. I mean, I can see two or three from where I'm sitting, so I guess I'll just pick one. (laughs) This cancer is telling us to look at our lives in a different way. Now, tell me a way that you've done, looked at your life in a different way in the last week, Carol. Well, I mean, I did see a part of my lower half as like a checkers set. (laughs) (laughs) For like a couple of minutes. uh, Okay. Last Friday night. Well, happiness doesn't come from checker sets. It comes from waiting around for Dagwood. Oh, brother. (laughs) One of the main reasons we lose enthusiasm in life is because we become ungrateful. So paint a picture of a do of a dookie. I don't know if that's going to make me more grateful, but... It could. It could. It could, Ted. You know, that's what I love about you, Ted. You're just so positive. I mean, you, you, could, you could see just a, a, a big pole filled with cleavage and say, and say <laughs> I love you for whatever you are. And I'm like, why are we talking to this thing and you don't answer? You just run. Run away. Well, you're just, you're always course. on the go. Well, because, because, Carol, we have to move forward. It, courage is not about not having fear. It's about having fear and wishing a stone was da- was dancing in pain with you. <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, my nan always used to say courage, uh, courage is when you're afraid, but you still sit down in that pie. <laughs> Well, you know what, Carol? This is one of the things that excites me about you, and that's why I like spending time with you, is we don't have to work on changing, and you know that. You know change is automatic. Progress is not. There's Somewhere there's a wax ghost, and his tall his tallness is totally expected. <laughs> yeah, nothing to worry about there. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like... Tell me what... What sort of things you're doing right now to make positive change and leadership in your life? Uh, well, for one thing, I'm, I'm uh, leaving glassware outside for, for sundry people, uh, which is <laughs> what you just call all people. Uh, everybody's sundry if there's enough of them. And, uh, well, that's so true. What else? Uh, well, I've, uh, I've, I've changed out my toothpaste. I, I used to use crests. Now I use coys. <laughs> you know, I like that. I like that. You know what you're doing? You are making a change. Yes. You are saying this is not good enough. You see, you're being a leader. We have to learn the laws of leadership. They're not natural. If you look at a, ta- a, a taser... Uh, that's being used by a grunion, then we know that 
we've got to work harder to make change in our lives. Yes, I mean, uh, you know, just just like my daddy used to say, if tapeworms had table manners, they'd uh, say please before growing up your beehole. And it's like, <laughs> I, I wish he wouldn't talk to me like that, but he does. You know, that's just how, well, that's what he's like, families like that, Ted. Well, but you know what? He inspires you, and that's what I love. I don't need to listen to my subconscious mind. I need to listen to leaders. Listen to this quote by Henry Holy. Okay. One of the main reasons there's no such thing as gratitude unexpressed is able-bodied crazy dogs <laughs> will always be stealing your church liquids. <laughs> you know, if you've been to my church, you know that that covers a broad range. There's a lot of liquids. <laughs> I will also say, uh, maybe more than Dagwood, able-bodied has come by quite a bit, quite a bit. <laughs> okay, okay. But listen, Carol, tell me about your spiritual growth in your church. What are the sort of things you do during your church services? Well, sometimes I pretend that my foot is somebody else's foot. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, what else, Carol? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I feel like you just left that one alone, and uh, I appreciate it because it was private. Um, uh, uh, no, no, I'm very interested in the foot thing. Sometimes you know, I'll. Oh, what's it? It was dog, uh, snake, snakely that said, "Sitting under water is not purposeful." <laughs> He, you know, true words were never spoke. I'll tell you, I've tried it. I tried to sit underwater. Uh, sometimes I'll sit forward, so I'm lying on my front, but I call it sitting because my butt is still bent like that. Oh. You, ever done, <laughs> you ever done that, Ted? Um. <laughs> oh, I finally stumped Ted. I've, we've never stumped Ted before. You know why? This is one of the reasons I love you, Carol, because... You turn your back on what's comfortable, and you do what you have to do for <laughs> hey, your life. Sometimes like you gotta turn your front too. You know, it's just sometimes it just depends on what some what, what your what your what your friends into. You know. That's right. You turn your front. You keep your butt bent. These are things that make you a leader. You have <laughs> to do the right thing for your life. Picture a collar. Okay. <laughs> Being worn by a perch, a uh, perch. Uh, that's swimming in the sea. Mm -hmm. Now, this perch doesn't know it has a collar on. Does that mean it shouldn't wear it? Beehives! <laughs> I don't even really... I can't really see that a perch has a neck, but... There will never be a perfect moment to do the thing you want to do, Carol. Let's move into this new future with a sense of cancer. Oh, boy. <laughs>